We're continuing. I'm told my voice will uh, hold out. <coughs> continuing the second year Megillus Rus. So <coughs> we're up to Paragalif Pasuk. We said last time Pasuk uh, Beis that we left off last time. How quick it is! How easy it is to leave Eretz Yisrael, the Eretz Hakodesh, to stay Mayav. It took one pasuk, a half a pasuk, and later on we'll see to get out of stay Mayav, to get out of the Toma, and to get back to Kedusha is not so simple. It takes about twelve, fifteen psukim to do it. So pasuk Gimel, Vayomas Alimelech Ishnami Vatishar He Ishnei Vanel. So Alimelech, the husband of Nami, died. She was left with her two sons, Vayisulam Noshim Mayaviyah. And they married Mayavi women, Now what exactly was what exactly was Machlan and Chilion doing here? Why were they marrying Noshim um, Mayaviyas? So <coughs> the truth is that um, we find this concept in other places. Shleim HaMelech married Basparai, and he married other princesses as well throughout the world. And um, it's brought down Meshem Darizal that there's certainly Tzaytis, sparks of Kedusha, that are spread out throughout the world. And, um, <coughs> and um, Klai Yisrael being in Galus, um, the Zarachaim Kaddish in Parshas Yisroi Vayisam Liyisgula Mikalamim who talks about this Klai Yisrael being in Galus we're able to gather in these Nitzaitzis um, that's why we're in Galus when we're not in Galus in the Shleim HaMelech in his days and over here also when Klai Yisrael was in Eretz Yisrael so there was the concept of marrying um, someone from that nation and especially Especially from the Benais Malachim. You find the, the Mekubalim say that those Nitzaitzes could be found in the house of the Melech, in the Malucha, the royal house. So that's why I find Shlema HaMelech married these princesses and Baspar and other princesses as well because he was being Mekabit these Nitzaitzes. Um, <coughs> one Adam Gadol has the ability to somehow be me, 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 uh, to be to gather in these Nitzaitzes in a way that all of Klai Yisrael and Gullus, um can't do or, or you need all of Klai Yisrael and Gullus to do it one Adam Gadol has that power so if you would ask Machlan and Chilyon Rebrevi used to say why exactly are you marrying these Nashim Mayaviyas especially these were princesses the Venais HaMelech that came from the royal household of Mayav, so they would answer to you that there, there's a Nitzaitis HaKadusha here and it's a big tikkun for the world and this is what we need to do, this is our Avaida. so, but the problem is HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't asking to them HaKadosh Baruch Hu wasn't asking because the Pasuk says, the next Pasuk says that uh, they also died, they were also punished <coughs> now, even though Be'emes because of this Rus became a part of Klai Yisrael Rus became a part of Klai Yisrael and um, 
and uh, you would say sort of the ends justify the means but we don't say that in Yiddishkeit ends don't justify the means it's not our business and you find this aside in many places it's not our business to do things in an incorrect manner because at the end it's going to bring something special to happen so if it's not the right thing to do I, what's going to be with Rus? don't worry HaKadosh Baruch has many avenues of making sure Rus somehow is going to get to Klai Yisrael it's not your business to go marry in order to make this happen you find this later as well you find this later on when the when the um, when the Goyal is supposed to marry Rus he's the first in the family the closest relative so he tells he tells uh, he tells Bayaz I can't do it because Penashke says Zari because maybe I'm going to ruin my children so Chazal say why because it wasn't yet so so mekubal if the halacha is that you're allowed to marry a Nikeva from Mayav you're allowed to marry the women or not do we darshin Mayavi Veloy Mayavia and Rus is Mutter Lavi Bekal and therefore all of her children are also so Kashri Yisraelim or not maybe just like Mamzer and Mamzeres are the same Mayavi and Mayavi are the same as well so the Goyal told Bayaz I can't marry her because maybe the halacha is that I'm not allowed to marry a Mayavia Penashri Zazari I'm going to ruin my children so the Kasha Biskarov talks about this and others so if you hold the Tosser what are you telling Bayaz to do it for I can't do it because Penashri Zazari so you go and be Goyalim so the Mepharshim explain I think the Biskarov says up here is there as well, he says that um, what the Goyal was telling Bayez was, listen, me, I'm an inconsequential person. If I marry this 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 Rus, this Mayavia, it's not going to have any bearing on what the halacha should be or shouldn't be. And then what's going to happen? Some Gedal and Klai the Sanhedrin is going to get up, and one day they're going to decide Mayavia is no good, and I'm out and all my children are are, are, are puzzled. So, I have a better answer. You, Bayez, are the Godel Adar. You go and marry Rus, that's going to secure the halach in Klai Yisrael and then no one's children will be mushkos not your children not anyone's children so he was telling him you have an opportunity here to go and make sure that the halach in Klai Yisrael is the correct halach so what happened what's come to guys the Goyal gave up his mitzvah of Yibam why? and he thought he's probably doing a very wonderful thing for Klai Yisrael he's willing to give up his mitzvah in order to ensure that the halach should be the correct halacha in Klai Yisrael. He probably thought to himself, he's going to go down in the history books as the person who is the one who is Messiahia that this halacha should be in Klai Yisrael the proper halacha. And yet, we don't even know who he is. He has no name. He's called the Gael. He's called Plaini Almaini. Plaini Almaini. Why? He's nameless. Because that's the rabbi. That's not your job. Akadosh Baruch will take care of his halachas. He'll work on it. He'll make sure it happens. You have a mitzvah, go to the mitzvah. So God does our paskins for you today that she's a Mayavia, she's Mutter. You marry her. What's going to be down the line? You figure out down the line. You have a mitzvah. You don't give up your mitzvah. The ends don't justify the means. And in fact, he was really wrong. Because what happened? It didn't even work. David HaMelech, three generations later, is still suffering. Shal, Daigad Shal says, who is he? Daigad Daim, he says, you want to know if he's Roy Lamachos? We don't, I'm not even sure if he's Roy Lovely Bikal. He might be Pasos. Grandmother was a Mayavia. Who knows what the Allah is? And they came and they argued, argued the Gemara says, back and forth with Limudim. So they had no answers for Daigad Daim. They had no answers 
answers for him. They know Jerusha's the Kataka Paskin that he was Mutalavi Bakal until one someone got up and he said, What do you mean? he put a cherev in the doorway over there and he says, Kachnikovlani, this is the Kabbalah we have, we made Dinosh of Shmuel Aramasi, all the way back to Shmuel, that this is the halacha and finished. I we don't know Pshad in the Jerusha. Makes no difference. This is the halacha. So you see that what he thought he was giving in a game by having Bayaz marrying Ruz didn't even work out at the end. It didn't even happen. So he, that's not the way it works in Klai Yisrael. He had to find the same thing with Slavchad. Slavchad. <coughs> according to Slavchad, if Slavchad was the was the Mekayshish Eitzim. Mekayshish Eitzim, Chazal said, the same Shemayim discovered. Well, he went and he, he, he collected the things. It was Mechal Shabbos. To show Klai Yisrael, if you're Mechal Shabbos, we talk put you to death. So he didn't have very Lishma. So again, he probably thought down the Mekayshish Eitzim. He probably thought he's going to go down in history as the person who, you know, taught Klai Yisrael of Shabbos. We don't know who he is. The Gemara says, yeah, Mekayshish is Slavchad was the Mekayshish, but in Chomish, he was Mekayshish. We don't know who he is. He's nameless. Rather, the Meshach Hoffman says, his plan taka worked. Meshach Hoffman says, from then on, there was never a problem with Shabbos in the Midbar. Other Zachim were big, were issues. We never find from there on. It worked. It made a Roshim. The Vaitzer, ends don't justify the means. Here you have both situations of a person doing something wrong or giving up a mitzvah for, to, justif- for, to justify an end. One it worked and one it didn't, but it makes no difference. It's not, it's not our job to do that. We have mitzvahs, you do the mitzvahs, the Banisham takes care of his Torah. So therefore, Therefore, that's, that's what we have to realize. But the problem over here is, the Lechaira, if you think about it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't kill them immediately. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted them to do tshuva. They were there for ten years. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, first it says he, he, he took away their money, all their camel and their mikna died. They should have thought about that. Already at that point they should have thought about it. It was a slow practice. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't hit a person immediately. So why talk where they're not necessarily to tshuva? So the, the pshat is very simple. See, when a person does something that's an Aveira, or that he relates to as an Aveira, so if HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings him an Aynesh, it's Mayram to tshuva. What happens when you think you're doing a mitzvah? You think you're doing a mitzvah, all the things could happen to you. You'll never think that, wait, Hashem is telling me a message, I'm doing something wrong. Adarab, I'm doing a mitzvah. And if anything, you say, it's the Satan. The Satan's trying to stop me from doing the mitzvah. So when you're convinced you're doing a mitzvah, it's much harder for a person to wake up from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's wake up calls and that's what happened over here they were bamis, they thought they're doing the biggest myths in the world they're bringing Rus and, 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 uh, and uh, Arpa into Kla Yisrael the Nitzaytzis their mamish being Misakin and Sailor so their Mikna dies a Maishas Satan they lose their money it's a Maishas Satan everything's a Maishas Satan how are they ever going to do Tshuva if something happens like that so Elamai what's the Pshat the Pshat is so how does a person know the difference if a person's doing a Mitzvah in Avera it's a very hard thing to do the Torah says a person always has to be what's called in the Chazal a Talmud Chacham why is a, t- a, ch- a, t- a person called a Talmud Chacham because no such thing is a Chacham in Klai so even the biggest Chachman Chacham knows he's only a Talmud you always have to find to ask always ask questions to see if I'm doing the right thing a person can't look at himself objectively so Mimela, if a person thinks he's a Chacham, he could be thinking he's doing the biggest mitzvah and he's doing the biggest Avera perhaps. So Mimela, Machlan Echilin over here could be, uh, whether they had a place, uh, a Makam to ask anybody, their father already had died. But Lamaisa, they were convinced that they were doing the right thing. And Mimela, there was almost no way for them to end up doing tshuva. 
And that's one of the mudim over here that a person always has to realize they have to be shoyka. What am I doing? Am I taka doing a mitzvah? Am I doing something right? I'm doing something wrong. And a person has to ask the astayra and ask the tamid chachamim and the chachamim to see if taka what he's doing is the right thing and if he should continue doing it. So that is over here the lesson of Machlan and Chilyoin that they married Arpa and Rose because they thought they were doing the correct thing. And even though HaKadosh Baruch was trying to ma'ir them to do tshuva, however, in their eyes they were doing a mitzvah and it wasn't uh, it didn't help so what happens they both die so here Nami is left it says Nami's left with nothing left she's left with no husband her two sons have died she has no money left Chazal tell us she probably didn't have money to bury them later on Boyaz tells Rus you did chesarim amesim Hashem should remember you it means Rus and Arpa they were from the B'nai Samelech they had money they, they paid for the uh, they paid for the Levaya of their husbands their, their, their mother-in-law didn't have, there was nothing left from them they paid for everything it was the chesar shalemis that they did so she was partially left with nothing. So Vatakam Hivakal Isaya Vatashim is Taimayev, Kishama Bistaimayev, Kifakar Hashem is Amay Lot Islam Laka. As we'll see in the next passage, the next passage says, Vatate Minamaka Rashi tells us the same Rashi that it says, Vayate Yakami Vershava, that when a tzaddik leaves a place, so it makes a Raisham, Panaziva, Panahadara, he loses the whole glory of the city, Vayate Yakov. So Rashi says the same thing, Vatate Minamakan, that when Naomi left, she the Raisham was felt. That means Naomi Nami is a tzaddik is over here. We're talking about Nami is a ishu gedayla chashuva, and um, even though her husband left Eretz Yisrael, and after he died and her two sons died, Shitaka came to the hakara that there was an avera that went on over here, that there was a chet, and she did shuva, and she was considered here a tzaddikus. And she was teaching Rus and Arpa. This was the, the first, first uh, formal base Yaakov over here, I guess, in uh, base Maya, I don't know, whatever you would call it. But it um, was here. She was teaching them Taira. And one day she came to the Maskana. She heard Kishama Bistei Maya of the Rav was over. If the Rav is over, that means with all her husband's Cheshbainas, why she was allowed, they were allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. Once there was a Rav in Eretz Yisrael, they weren't Mechuyim necessarily, or she wasn't Mechuyim necessarily to go back. But now there's no more Rav. What right does she have to? stay in Eretz Mayav. So she came at Alpi Alocha, she passed in for herself. She can't stay in Chutzlaretz anymore. So they got up and they're going to start returning to Eretz Yisrael from stay from stay Mayav. <coughs> now, as we'll see here is already we're starting the numerous psukim it says she's going back she's going back she's going back how long it took her like we said last week to get out of to get out of um, to get out of the the, the so again the positive word says vatakam vatashov now it says vatayte she left and they went on the road all these different descriptions of like megate megate you know, we're going. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a slow process. So like we said, Rashi tells us, you see a tzaddik min makes a roshem, and Nami was a tzaddikist, and um, even though going, leaving Eretz Yisrael may have been problematic, but she had a big ashvah on the place. A tzaddik who lives in a place has ashvah on the place that we see. And when she left, 
when she left, the hashba was felt, that lack of the hashba was felt. That's to show us who Naomi was. Don't make a mistake in who we're talking about over here. If she if she left the place, she had hashba, that means that she had hashba while she was there. Her tzitkus had hashba, even in this tummy place of Moyov, she had hashba on the people around her, and that's the, the concept of, uh, of a tzaddik and Kla Yisrael all being connected and having a shefa, a hashba on people around them. Chazanish talks about it in a letter. And that's what happens here with Nami Vatei So Vatei Lach Nabaderech Loshev Yehuda. So it's interesting Loshev. They went on the road to return to Eretz Yehuda. Besides the you know, <coughs> Rebbe always used to say when he was kids were little, he used to send them to sleep. They would say, we're going to sleep. He said, you're going to sleep is called um, what would he say? He, um, the lotion he used was yeah, no, but he said um I forgot to use the shprach that he uses. That um, he says, he says, going to sleep, going to sleep is just uh, laziness. Says, I want you going to sleep. I want you sleeping. Going to sleep, you know, we're going, we're on our way up the stairs, back to your room. You know, I was with kids. You're going to sleep. My kids, no, I'm coming. I want you coming. I want you here, ready. You know what I mean? Coming means it's uh, you know you're taking your time. So it's just over here also. They went on the road to return. Just go already. What's what's happening? Um, so he says like this. He says the chat is that um, <coughs> that um, that leaving Eretz Yisrael, every step leaving Eretz Yisrael was a chet. Leaving Eretz Yisrael, every step was a chet. She's going back now. Every step back, she was doing tshuva. Every step back, she was doing tshuva, going back to Eretz Yisrael. So this wasn't stam steps that she was taking. These were steps of kedusha. They're steps of tshuva. Uh, and Rus and Arpa, they were walking regular. They were going regular. But she went, they were going with her, but it was a different type of Kavana. Her Kavana was Kedusha. Every step is Tshuva. And, uh, and, and, and the, and the Aveira of leaving, of leaving Eretz Yisrael. So, all of a sudden, mitten in the road, she turns to her two daughter-in-laws, and she says, what's going on over here? What are you coming with me for? me, I have to go back, but you don't belong. Go back to your mother's house. Now here she also said that you did chesed im hamesim, the imadim, you took care of me. Hashem should do chesed with you. Now this is a very important thing also, because you find, um, <coughs> you find the concept of chesed. There's a gra, the gra tells us that, um, and the Gra tells us what's the difference. You find the concept of Chesed ve'emes. Um, it says um, by by Rachav Hazoyna when the uh, when the when the Meraglim came from Yeshua, Achafi and Pinchas, they came to. Um, I mean uh, Pinchas and uh, who's the other one? Little Meraglim. Kalev and Pinchas, yeah, thank you. So they so they told Rachav, since you did Chesed, so we're going to save you when we come. They told put the red string in the window. So so um, the lotion over there is. Um, she said, Make a shvuak, yasisi imachem chesed, I did with you chesed, you should also do chesed in base avi. Unisatem li ois emes. So the gra says over there, and um, the gra, so the gra says that in Mishlei, the Radak says that over there in Yeshua, that when a person does chesed with you, chesed by definition means something you don't owe somebody. That's a chesed. 
But let's say someone does chesed with you and you want to repay them. So you don't do chesed back with them because you owe them something. That's called emes. When you owe someone something, you do emes. But Kalal Yisrael has a midah that when someone does chesed with us, we don't want to just repay them what they did for us. We want to do more. We're makirei taiva. So when someone does chesed with you, you do chesed the emes back to them. Emes is equal plus chesed. So he's medayik over here also. She said, Yas Hashem imochem chesed kasher asitim meisim imadi. Hashem should do with you chesed, meaning besides paying you back for what you did, you should get extra, you should get chesed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the meat that the Kala Yisrael has. We're not kvuyei toiva. We are makirei toiva. And when we're makir toiva, it's not just enough to give back what someone, what we owe somebody, but to give them more as well. And that's the chat the Gra writes, Oilam chesed yibonah. That if everyone's worried about chesed, meaning when someone does something for you, you'll give them back plus, that's how you build the world. That's how the world is built, through the union of chesed. Paying back someone with another chesed, that's just MS. You've got to pay them back with more. So that's what she said, Yas Hashem Yimachem Chesed. So now, she continues and she tells them, Yitain Hashem Lochem, Umetzana Menucha, Isha Beis Yisho, Batisha Klem, Atisana Koyla Batifkana. So it's interesting, the Malbim says over here, an unbelievable biyak. The Malbim says that Naomi told her two daughters-in-law, Umetzana Menucha, Isha Beis Yisho. She gave them a bracha, that you should find Menucha, with a husband, Beis Isha. Meaning, you should have Menucha, Ba'ilam Hazer, with your husband. Later on in Paragimel, after Ruth already was Megayer, so Nami told her, I'm going to find you Menucha. So that already she had told her before. And then she said, which will be good for you. So the Malbim explains that there's a difference between a Yid and a guy. A Yid is worried about the guy. I mean, a guy is worried about the Gashmias world. That's what's important. So over here, they haven't become uh, Megayer yet. So what are they worried about? Having a good life. So she gave them a bracha. You get married and you'll have a nice life. But later on, says the Malbim, when Ruth already was Nisgayer, Klai Yisrael, I'm not just worried about Elam Azaz, though Elam Abba. Elam Yitavlach is talking about Elam Abba. We always find the concept of Yitavlach is an Elam Abba. So over there, when she was giving her a bracha, or she was telling her she's going to help her out, she was telling her, I'm going to find you Taka, a Shidduch, an Elam Azaz, you should have Menuch, an Elam Azaz. But don't make a mistake, Ashi Yitavlach, it's not only that, Elam Abba involved over here. That's the difference, says the Malbim, between the Lashen. But over here, they're still talking about Gayim. Goyim, they're worried about it. Uh, the only thing they're worried about is Elam Hazet. As Mamela, she only told her, I'll tell you, Menucha Isha Beis Isha. So, Vatisha Klohem, Vatisana Koylan Vatipkana. So she kissed them and finished. So she kissed them, and the pastor says, She was saying goodbye, and that's it. But they started crying because they didn't want to leave her. They didn't want to leave her. And therefore afterwards they said, No, but they told her, No, we're not masking. We're not masking. So <coughs> they said, We want to be Megayah. So Nami says, No. She starts telling them, Listen, what's the purpose in the, well, of a woman in this world? The main purpose is to get married and have children. I don't have any more children for you to marry, even because even if tonight I would get married and have children, how long are you going to wait for them? It doesn't make sense. You're not going to be able to get married through me. It doesn't make any sense. And therefore, what are you coming back with me? Forget about 
the Gashmias of the world, even if you're looking to be Megayer, but the Tachlis of being Megayer, the Tachlis of being uh, uh, Isha Kshayra in, 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 in Kla Yisrael, the Tachlis of Isha is to get married and have children. If it doesn't work out for her, that's the Rebbein Shams Cheshbainis. But that's the, 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 the Shi'ifa that a woman's supposed to have. So she told her, what are you coming back? It doesn't make sense. There's no way that you're going to have any binyan through me. So again, so they cried again because they didn't want to leave. Now, if we would be standing over there and watching this, we would finally tell our Nami, listen, as a kind, look at them, they're so hemistic. They're crying. You told them that they don't, you don't want them to come. Their vites are crying. Let them stay already. What's going on over here? You know what I mean? Let them be. However, Nami knew really what was going on here. And Nami, as we said, was a Tzadikus. And she realized who was happening here, what was happening here. And she would turn to us and say, hold on, let's wait a minute and see what happens. What happens? They cry. So Arpa realizes that no, there's no point in her attack coming back. And Arpa, Chazal tell us, Arpa was not with Sol Hashem Shemaim over here. Rav Shwab, Zechrein and Levracha from England, as a Maridik of Art, he says that the difference between Rus and Naomi was as follows. I mean, Rus and uh, Arpa was as follows. Arpa was willing, you know, Arpa, it wasn't the Pshara, she started going back with her. She was going down the road to Israel. She was willing to be in, in the, in, in, she was willing to, to be in the, in the, in the thick of things over here. All of a sudden now, as, as Nami's pushing and pushing and pushing, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Arpa says, fine, I'm going back home. Barus, now she's staying. So what was the difference? Till now, you couldn't see any difference between Rus and Arpa. What was the difference? So he says, he says like this, he says, because Arpa was ready to sacrifice for Tyra. She was ready to sacrifice for Yiddishkeit. She was a princess. She's going back there to Israel. It's going to be a tough life. Her mother has no money. It's going to be tough. She's willing to sacrifice. It's worth sacrificing for. However, however, <coughs> there's no such thing as a sacrifice that can last forever. It doesn't work like that. Comes a point, the person says, I can't. I can't do it anymore. How much can I give up? It comes a point, it gets too hard, the person says that I can't, I can't do it anymore. That's the, the, that's the, the, the tragedy of the people who say, you have to sacrifice for Tyra. You don't sacrifice for Tyra. You sacrifice for Tyra. You sacrifice for learning. You sacrifice whatever. For Yiddishkeit, you don't sacrifice. But if you sacrifice, that means you're giving up from something. And you feel deprived of something. It doesn't last forever. You can't do that forever. It comes to the point you say, I'm done. Kvinish can carbon. Either take me all or nothing. That's it. So it came a point she was willing to go and take on the hardship. But as Naomi kept on pushing and pushing and pushing, finally Arpa said, this is too much for me, right? Fine, I'm going home. The whole thing's out the window. What did she do? What did she do? She went back that night. She was over Kama Vikama Averis. She gave birth to Goliath and, and all different types of Rishayim. One night, what happened? <laughs> Yesterday, you were on your way to go and be Gami Giyaris, and today, all this, in one second, the whole thing flips out. Because if you feel deprived of something, if you're feeling you're, you're sacrificing, so unfortunately, as the lachats becomes too much, the pressure becomes too much, so you lose the whole thing. Ruth wasn't like that. What Ruth said, I'm not sacrificing anything. I'm going to life. Yeah, in life there are costs. In life there are things that cost. Life doesn't mean it's easy. You have a person who's going to go on a, you know, we hope to announce over the next day 
compare to a shul, two shuls, our shul together with another shul, as go, uh, arranging a trip to Poland this summer. This, uh, the details will follow. So Lama Zagan, a person goes on a trip, right? So you got to get up early in the morning. You gotta, I, I went to Lithuania last year, right? So I was on a bus for 18 out of 24 hours a day. It was schwer. Say, you look at me and say, never for you. You had to get up early, no sleep, very little food. Uh, you had to be on the bus. You know what I mean? Showers were, uh, you know, <laughs> minimal. You had to, all these different things. Nebuchadnezzar. Ay, Nebuchadnezzar. No, Nebuchadnezzar. But what did you get for it? You got the trip, right? Got the trip. It comes with cost. No, it's saying it was unbelievable. Have I dealt with the hardships of it? So, when you live a tire life, if it's Hamavis, Yafri, Benim, and Echo, if you realize this is Chayim, if you live this is Chayim, so Chayim comes with expenses, and Chayim comes with cost, and no one's taking away from the difficulties of it. But at the end of the day, you don't have Rachmanis on yourself, because look what you're getting for it. If you don't realize that, if it's not Chayim for you, I'm honest, I'll sacrifice. Sacrificing? Sacrifices don't last. That's why it's, it's, you know, when I always, I, when I talk, especially when I teach in, to, to the girls in Yavna, and it, but it's, it's all over. You read these books about Rebbitzins and different things, or any Gedalian books they have about Rebbitzins. They all talk about each Rebbitzin mama sacrificed so much for her husband's Torah. It's, 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 it's an Avla Gedalian, the way it's written. Because if you would ask that Rebbitzin that because she had to work so hard, or she had to drive a jalopy, or she didn't have a car, or she had no work, whatever it is that she quote-unquote sacrificed, if she was sacrificing anything, she'd tell you what he talking about. Uh, my husband's title was everything. There's no sacrifice here. Don't say, well, I didn't say it wasn't hard. It's not a sacrifice. Sacrifice means I'm depriving myself of something. When someone reads it, they say, okay, this is what you got to do. I got to give up the things I enjoy. I got the things I did in order because there's this higher goal. But the that doesn't produce other people who are able to do that because comes the point you say you know what my neighbor has Alexis I want one too and I'm with the jalopy already it's not Kedai but if you realize this is Chaim if you realize it's Chaim Chaim has cost to it okay Chaim has cost to it nobody has Rachmanis and the people have to go on the trips and the Gishmak is because they had to go leave early in the morning and pay $150 to go to Niagara Falls on the bus anyone had Rachmanis on that and it was Gishmak a trip it comes with sleep deprivation that's life that's the way it comes and that's the same thing and that was the difference between Arpa and Rus. Arpa was there for the sacrifice. Sacrifice is there. Rus said, no sacrifice. If I leave you, I'm dying. This is Chayim. Yeah, of course. It's going to be hard. It's going to be, we're going to be starving. We're going to, there's going to be all different types of hardships. But at the end of the day, this is Chayim. And Chayim, I'm not going to leave. So that is what happened over here. Rus leaves Chamaisa, Virus, I mean, Arpa leaves, Virus, Dovkava, and Rus clings with her. Rus is double. And again, as we mentioned last week in the Shir, Rus had this Bikush Hamas. And she knew, she knew that this is what she needs to do. But there's something very, very important here to, to bring out as well. And that is that. Nami told them, through me, you're never going to get a shidduch. You're never going to get married. It's not going to happen. Why waste your time? Go back home. And Zehu. Arpa says, okay, you're right. I'm going back home. But Ruth, it didn't bother her. Ruth knew she was going in the right, this is the right place to be. It doesn't bother her. I, how am I going to get a shidduch? How am I going to get married? How am I going to fulfill my topkit in this world? She was Baitech by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Reb Reb used to say, you find in Tanakh many times people who made Shaduchim and people who got married. He says, but the person who made probably the best Shaduch in Gans Tanakh was Rus. Rus, being Meshadach with Bayaz, the Godel Ador of Kla Yisrael, and who was her Shadchan? 
Naomi was the Shatchan. So Naomi just said, from me, you're never going to get a shidduch, through me. Now she said it because I'm not going to have children and things like that. But she basically said, if you stay with me, you have no taf, taf, there's no purpose in staying. You're not going to ever get married. Might as well go home and figure out the derechateva. But Ruth says, that's not the point. The point is, I'm going to stay with you. You're the place, you're teaching me MS, you're teaching me Kedusha, you're teaching me Amuna. I'm staying with you. What's going to be with my shidduch? Zarebanisham will take care of everything. And what ended up happening? She got a shidduch. The craziest way possible. Here she is, this Mayavia girl, who, as we said, her whole status in Klai's role was very shaky. She ends up marrying the Gadol Adar on the last night of his life, and he dies the next day. She ends up being Ima Shamachus. She ends up being Shleim HaMelech, the Pazak says, made a seat uh, next to her. <coughs> For Ima Shamalchus was for Rus. Was for Rus. Rus was still alive, her great grandson. Shleim HaMelech, she was sitting next to him. She was Zaychat Sadat. Why? Because she stayed with Naomi and she had this Pitochan Makadish Baruchu. Habitech Bashem Chesed Yisayyivanu. Ayah Piderech Hatava, she was right, Naomi. There's no way you're going to get a Shidduch. It doesn't make sense. But the Banisham doesn't deal in the world of Tevan. If a person is able to stand strong in the Pitochan Makadish Baruchu, Makadish Baruchu has ways to bring about the Yeshua. So now, so she turns to Rus and she says, ready. She says, yeah, remember, now, you have to remember, Arpa was just the same Talmud, as Rus was. They went to the same Shiurim. And she's on her way back there to Israel to be Giyaris. But she turned herself around, and how does Naomi refer to her? Because Naomi chapped exactly what was going on. She chapped that Arpa wasn't going to make it. However we say, whether it's like Rav Schwab's way, that was saying that the Pshad is because she was sacrificing. Or you say Pshad is she was only in it for the Gashmias. And once Naomi told her, there's no Gashmias here, go home, she, was, she went back home. But she says she returned El Amma, the El Elihel, back to Rabbi Zazara. That's it. She's nothing. There's no Roshim left of any of the Kedusha that I tried to put into her. Let's see. Where are you holding? You should also go back. She's trying to see if she could push her. So the time of Rus, I'll tifki be laws ve klosha mechrei. Stop it. El ki al asher tel ki aylei chavasher talini alin. Wherever you're gonna go, I'm gonna go. Wherever you're gonna stay, I'm gonna stay. Yamei chami velihaye chelihoi. Basher tamusi almost rishama kaber kiyata shamlibi chayosiv ki hamobes yafri beni lenech. According to Shlab, that's what she was saying. Makes no difference. Hamobes yafri beni lenech. If we, if I leave you, that's death. You are my chayim. <coughs> So, so here is where she makes the statement, and the pastor tells us, So now Nami sees that she's misametzis She's pushing to come. She's strong. She wants to come. So she stops speaking, and she realizes that she's emistic, and she lets her come along. So, so. Um, so there's two pshatim over here because the kasha is what's vatera? She saw kimi samatzilulachas. She heard kimi samatzilulachas. She just said, made a whole declaration. I'm not leaving you. So Nami should, the buzzer said Nami heard how strong she was, so she let her come. But don't say it. it says vatera. He she saw. What did she see? So the very famous pshat from the Vilna Gaon here, because the Vilna Gaon says that. 
when a person is going to do a mitzvah, the Gras says, so you never know really, if, like we mentioned before, if the mitzvah you're going to do is really a mitzvah, or is it an Avera, or is it the Satan who's pushing you to do that mitzvah. Sometimes the Satan, the Satan has a lot of cheshbainus, and it's often very um, profitable for him to push you to do mitzvahs in order to get you to not to do other things. <coughs> not to get you other things. <coughs> I once heard from Rev. Um, Ramayisha Marutka Schulzinger, the Chayin of the Racha, he was the one giving a hatspit, and he said, "Hashem the Chavetz Chaim." He said it. He said that the Satan is willing to get a person involved in all types of mitzvahs, all types of mitzvahs and tikkunim. And he started giving examples. Ramayisha Marutka. I don't know if anyone ever heard him speak. He was a very uh, gishmaka speaker, and he started giving examples. He says the, there's a concept in the Mekubalm of Gilgul Shalek rolling around in the snow for kapara, and he started giving a bunch of different examples. And he says, "And I have more, but I'm." afraid to say that because it's Hakanas Nefoshas that it's all the Satan trying to get the people to do all these big mitzvahs and tikkunim and things like that I be that they shouldn't learn Torah that's why we say sometimes the Satan's in front of us sometimes he's behind us he's pushing us he wants us to go do something so the guy says how do you know in every mitzvah how do you know where it's really coming from so he says like this if the mitzvah is really something the Satan is going to be pushing back against you if it's not such a mitzvah so then the Sultan's going to be pushing you. You're going to have a lot of siyat and dishmaya in doing your mitzvah. There'll be no hardships. So says the guy in Batera, what did Nami see? She wasn't sure now with Rus. Why is Rus coming along? It's hard for her to go. That means to say she wasn't running. Till now maybe she was running along because the Sultan saying, let's keep on going. Let's bring you there. You're not going to Shem Shemaim. You and Arpa, they're running along. They're much more ahead of Rus. So all of a sudden Rus made this Kabbalah that she wants to be a Yid. I'm obviously all of a sudden, one second, <laughs> every step was a hardship. She was having a hard time walking. Why? Because the Sultan was pushing back. Nami said, that must be that she's Takal Hashem Shemayim. That's Takal Hashem Shemayim. Rebrev, the Zechariah of the used to say, and this was built on before, when Nami was going back, every step was Kedusha. Every step was Tshuva going back to Eretz Yisrael. So now, when she saw that Rus connected with her in such a way, that Rus was walking the exact same way Nami was. She wasn't doing tshuva, but she was davening HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every step is bringing me closer to Kedusha. It wasn't Stam walking. Every walk was a Kavana, was a L'Shem Yichu, just like Naomi was having thoughts of tshuva and Kedusha and every step going back. And we said before, the Rus and Arpa, they're going along with her for different reasons. But now that Rus is had made this Kabbalah to become a Giyaris and to stick with Naomi, so when she was walking, she's going now to Eretz Yisrael every step uh, right? we say in, uh, in, uh, in in Shir Hashirim the Gemara says that it's referring to the steps of Klau Yisrael going up Aliyah Laregel what's the steps? you go up to Aliyah Laregel it's a beautiful thing what are the steps? the answer is when you're going up to Amokah Makadusha walking up there going there every step is looking towards the Kadusha. every step is not Stam walking every step is mitzvahs every step is Kadusha. so till now Nami Nami's going as Tshuva and Kedusha and Rosa Arpar come along with her but now Batayra she's okay she's going with her they're going together for the same Kavanas she said oh she's Takal Hashem Shemaim so she stopped trying to convince her and we'll stop there for today